0: Grassy Nation, welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it should. Sure does help I'm your host Tom. Maybe this time we could beat the 49ers. Grassy, and here we are again, my friends. It feels like we were just here, because we were just here, just a few months ago, and we got absolutely bulldozed over by the San Francisco 49ers as they went on to the Super Bowl. And we obviously went on to fix our run defense and it was never a problem again. So to help me break down this, uh, this upcoming matchup between these two teams that are just broken on the inside and outside, we're bringing on a good friend of the show. He was on during the NFC championship game. We got Javier from the fourth and gold podcast, Javier. Thanks for coming on again, bud. Much appreciated.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me on. It's it's 2020. Yeah. That's that's really it. Like
0: that's it. That's that's the best (laughs) that we could possibly muster right now. It's we're we're going through a lot right now. Mm -hmm. And and that's even beyond football. There's a lot going on. Just a a
1: little bit.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, teams and peoples are like, yeah, when this year is over, that'd be great. That would be great. I don't think it's
1: going to change much.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey, instead, (laughs) now it's going to be 2021 on the checks that I don't write. So that's a big change that you're going to see. But yeah, man, I I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming back on uh, and and, and talking pack and and 49ers. You know, last time that we spoke Mm -hmm. uh, was before the NFC Championship game in which you and I both said it's going to be a more competitive game than their earlier one it wasn't mm-hmm. <laughs> not not at all uh, and, and that was pretty bad. And, uh, like I said before, our, our run defense, uh, obviously got fixed and we don't get run over anymore. So that looked was great.
1: Fun. It looked great versus the Vikings. It looked that great. Was
0: wonderful. Top five, really top mm-hmm. top five. If you're looking and at Blake
1: Martinez wasn't there either. So it's even better.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, here's the thing. I'm not upset that Blake Martinez is gone. I like Blake Martinez. He's a great guy. Great for the community, but like all his tackles were, you know, five yards past the line of scrimmage. And if you don't believe me, just watch the NFC championship a game. Again, and uh, now we just have a different strategy. We don't tackle the running back at all. Yeah. It's a bold move. <laughs> a bold move. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see if it winds up uh, paying off. But I want to talk to you about mm-hmm. your San Francisco 49ers. So heading into this season, you know, you, you stock up in the draft, right? Mm-hmm. You, you get guys like Ayuk, who... Mm, Yes. You're looking, looking yes. good. Many Packers faithful were upset, upset. That, they, that they didn't get him. It's okay. We drafted a wide receiver. Um, and I kind of want to get your thoughts before you even get into the season of what your expectations were heading into this season. Do you think it was going to be like another fight for the NFC West, considering how competitive that division is? Um, or did you see yourself kind of just like rolling through and like punching your ticket to another Super Bowl?
1: Um. I saw that there would be a regression. I thought there'd be a regression when you lose a guy like DeForest Buckner um, and you replace him with a rookie. That's um, You're going to see a change there on the defensive line. Then the other part of the the question would become the secondary, which is always a concern for me. Richard Sherman, how would he look? And we, have, we haven't seen him since week one. So I, I expected a regression there. I thought the Niners would win double-digit games, 11, 11 and 5. I, I always felt they could have a worse record but be a better team, if that makes any type of sense i said um,
0: that. all about the Packers, so I get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's really, you know, this season just got off to a shitty start, and that's, you know, you lose to Arizona, and then all the, the mechanical things that I worried about with Jimmy Garoppolo started to show up. And that was towards the end of the game where he misses Kendrick Bourne in the end zone. He misses Trent Taylor on that 10-yard um, out. And I'm like, okay, here we go. There's something wrong. And then, of course, we go to the Jets game. We lose both uh, We lose Solomon Thomas. We lose Jimmy Garoppolo to a high ankle sprain. The injury started to mount, and it just, the season got derailed quickly. So, coming into the season, my expectations were a player. I didn't think they'd be the number one seed. Um, I thought Seattle would probably win the division just because it's Russell Wilson, and I think he's the best quarterback in football. No offense, Packer fans. It's, I think that's just what it is right now with Russell. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had the Seahawks, the Packers, the Niners. They were all going to be the one, two, three in the, in the NFC this season. But as we know right now, it's, it's Seattle and kind of everyone else is kind of in limbo in my opinion right now.
0: Yeah. And, and I think it's fascinating looking at the NFC right now and kind of just how it's laid out. And I mean, looking at the 49ers, one of the big things for me, like before pre injuries was just like, Hey, like they have a defense that can make them like contenders, right? Because you guys had a lethal pass rush and that made your secondary look significantly better. Whether Correct. there might have been like holes or flaws or whatever. It didn't matter if the quarterback had no time to throw the ball. Correct. And, you know, you look at how Seattle is in which they don't have that defense, but they're just outscoring everybody. Yeah. So like, it, it doesn't even matter at this point. The only other team I would kind of throw into that mix right now is the Buccaneers. And while they did, you know, struggle against the New York Giants, which is never a good thing. I feel like they have a defense that can make them stick out because I, it seems like a lot of teams in the NFC do not have that solid defense, except for like the bears, but we know what's going on on offense there.
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, Mitchell Dubrisky got hurt playing one snap. I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) Um, You know, I I didn't believe in Tampa initially, just because I kind of thought this Tom Brady thing wasn't going to work. The Arians thing and Tom wasn't going to work, but stupid me. Uh, maybe maybe it was Tom and not Bill in in New England, and Ooh. Tom is just who he is. But I'm not there yet. I, I'm going to give Bill all his credit. Um, so I mean, right now, I mean, I guess I guess you can say right now in Seattle and Tampa, and then everyone else kind of falls in line. Um, with the Packers, though, I just I hate to say this, but I still see a soft defense, like soft,
0: mm-hmm. very I think, soft. I don't think. I- no, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Like, it's, okay. you know, you're jumping into a pool that's like 20 degrees soft. No, I like it's It's yeah, no, I get it. I I, I get it. It's, uh, They don't
1: tackle well. They don't wrap up. They don't want to, they don't look for contact. And, um, you know, this is, this is what gives me a little bit of hope that the Niners win this game. And if the Niners win this game, we really have to question Mike Petton, Right.
0: Oh, yes. Right? No, that's okay. That's begun. Okay. It's like, that, that, okay. that is, that is occurred. I mean, like you have last season. So, You know, Pettin is the guy who is a leftover from the McCarthy era. You know, Mm -hmm. he's not LaFleur's guy. He didn't pick him. And there were starting to be questions. Even though last season, you know, the defense was better, but a lot of that can be attributed to, like, bringing in the Smith brothers, bringing in Amos. Like, we were able to get at the quarterback. We were forcing turnovers, blah, 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 blah. And then the game with you guys happens twice, but the, the bigger one was the NFC Championship game. And what I found amazing about that, was not that you guys beat us. What I found amazing was that there was never for a second an adjustment of, hey, I, I think Mostert might be getting the ball. Maybe we should maybe we should do something in, in mm-hmm. stopping that. Because Jimmy Garoppolo was just like, oh, here you go, buddy. Oh, here you go. And that's not a knock on Jimmy G in any way, shape, or form. No,
1: we can knock Jimmy G. It's okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. But, like, but for that game, he didn't have to do anything. Because yeah. it was, literally it was just like, oh, we're just going to hand the ball and literally that's all we're going to do. Try to stop us. And we literally didn't. So yeah, if we lose tomorrow, considering how beat up the team is, yeah, yeah there's some problems.
1: Um, I, I read some weird number. I think, I think right now, the only offensive starters from the NFC Championship game that'll be playing tomorrow are, yeah, three: Mike McGlinchey, Kyle Uzcheck, and um, Lakin Tomlinson. That's it's insane. That's not even that's not even there's there's not even that's not even a skill position. Those are nope. your right tackle, your left guard, and your fullback. Um, you know, so and now Kendrick Bourne is on the COVID list, so we're down to our rookie wide receiver, and me and you are gonna be catching passes from Nick Mullins. Like that's, <laughs> I've seen <laughs> your, I've seen your recruitment tapes. I think we can do it. I think we can do it, bro.
0: That's what, uh, Listen, uh. You know, I don't know if they're going to switch me back to running back because Aaron Jones, there's no word on if he's playing yet. Most likely not. Yeah. Jamal Williams is on the COVID list. Uh, obviously, A.J. Dillon is on the COVID list. So now we got Dexter Williams and Tyler Irvin back there. So I hear you. You know, it's, uh, we got we got a ragtag crew. That's Thursday uh, night and,
1: football. Yeah. Thursday night football. Yeah, that's, that's <sighs> the dumbest thing ever. It, like,
0: I I can't like, and you know what? And I feel like right before the show you're like are we even having a game i feel like the football gods are like don't have this game everybody's injured people are going on the covid list and the nfl is like it's fine it's fine just throw them out there it's fine. You gotta get that
1: revenue baby you gotta get the revenue <laughs>
0: that's it we're already hurting we're only gonna make a few billion dollars a year so we gotta we gotta yeah. do something yeah so you mentioned this before about kind of like bashing uh jimmy garoppolo and i'm kind of curious from your standpoint if i'm not mistaken and please correct me if i'm wrong After the season, he's not guaranteed any more money, right? I'm pretty sure there's no more guaranteed money in his contract. Yeah,
1: so his his contract uh, after the season, there is no more guaranteed money. Um, If the Niners were to move off him, they'd save about $24 million for 2021. And it makes absolutely perfect sense to move off of him if you are not sold on him as a quarterback. From people I've spoken to, um, some players, some scouts, some agents, it's over. Like it sounds like it's pretty much over for Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. And a lot of it has to do with the financial part of it. Now, as far as him, as a, the, as a quarterback, the talent, um, these are things that I started to notice midway through the season, his mechanics, his feet, his footwork was really bad. And then the way he sees the field is also really bad. And, you know, listening to guys like Jeff Garcia and Steve young, and they're, they're like, listen, your eyes need to be attached to your feet. And, and, His eyes are never attached to his feet. So you see him make all these wild throws and he sails a lot of balls and it just doesn't work out for him. Um, So, I mean, could the Niners bring him back next year? Yeah, of course, they could do that, but the cap is going down at the very minimum. It's going to be $175 million and the Niners have a tough decision to make uh, with the quarterback position. We saw them trade off Quan Alexander to save themselves 15, $16 million next year. They released Dante Pettis partially because he sucks and they need to save a million dollars there. You know, they're just in a weird spot. They're in, they're in like this retool spot. Could they get a rookie in here to run this conservative version of the college Shanahan offense? Absolutely. Nothing Jimmy Garoppolo was doing is, you know, impossible to replicate from a rookie. Nick Mullins comes in here and executes the offense. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not trying to bash Jimmy too much, but, you know, how hard is it to, to throw the ball 18 inches in front of your face when you're doing speed sweeps? And that counts as a pass in the NFL um you know they did that all game against the rams they did it against the patriots and you know 49ers fans who are not into the film study like i am or just ask a whole bunch of questions the way i do they don't understand they're like oh he played really well it, it takes literally nothing for me to go catch this ball as you run in front of me yeah and that's and that's the issue now when you're watching on the other side you're watching this offense being executed by a guy like aaron rogers where this guy's running open everywhere Aaron's hitting guys, 15, 16, 17 yards down the field and they're wide open. And that's not, that's not taking anything away from, from Aaron Rodgers. It's just the way this offense works. It sets guys up to be wide open so he can get the ball down to them. Now, Devontae Adams is probably top two, top three wide receiver in the NFL. So it helps to have a guy like that. But even when you had MBS out there early on in the season, this offense was humming. so, you know, you need a quarterback that can at least move a little bit and who's willing and able to throw the ball past 15 yards. And Jimmy Garoppolo cannot do that right now. I don't think he will ever do that.
0: So in that sense, I mean, I didn't know how much money, like you would say. I mean, that, that I don't want to say it sounds like a no-brainer, but like that sounds pretty enticing, especially because yes. like what I'm hearing from you is just that he's replaceable in which you can, like expendable, in which you can go and get a rookie QB to come in and do the exact same job, right, and be like, cool, and we pay you a significant amount of money less. So I feel like at some point, you know, would you even consider that a, you know, I think he's like retooling because I feel like you wouldn't even take that much of a step back because, and please correct me if I'm wrong, the lack of success that you've had thus far, you know, in this season, I would assume it's mostly due to the vast amount of injuries that you had.
1: Yeah. So 22 guys on injured reserve that's literally a starting NFL roster. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, you have Debo out, you have Mostert out. You got Bosa obviously out. Solomon Thomas is out. Those are your four or five of your biggest names on the team. Now, George Kittle is out the best tight end in football. And then you lose your starting quarterback. And now, you know, you have issues at, um, you know, you, you lost Richard Sherman. Like the, the, the list is so long and it's, this could be, this could, you can make a playoff roster with the guys on injured reserve. Like that's literally really what it is the, and it, it says a lot more about Kyle Shanahan than it does Jimmy Garoppolo because they are competitive in these games outside of the dolphins game. They've been competitive in every game. Um, and then you saw last week in the, in the Seattle game, a lot of 49ers. Says, oh, well, Seattle played prevent. No, they didn't. They kept rushing. They kept rushing Nick Mullins and he started executing the offense. He made the proper reads on a couple of third downs that extended these drives to allow them to score, to get in to a 10 point range. The game was out of hand at that point. I understand that. But what the film says is completely different than what your TV copy tells you. And Nick Mullins just executes it a little bit better. To me, he, you know, to me it, with Nick Mullins, it kind of feels like we should start CJ Bethard and then just bring Nick Mullins out of the bullpen. Cause he plays better out of the bullpen. Like he could, you could do the baseball thing here. You have your, yeah. Yeah, your starter. Closer. Yeah. And just go with Nick Mullins for for the game. But I, I mean, could the Niners do this with a rookie quarterback? I mean, we're watching Herbert Burrow. I'm not gonna mention two. Tua didn't do anything the other day, but Herbert and Burrow are executing their offenses with terrible rosters around them. Yes. And they're getting close to winning some of these games. Um if the Niners bring these guys back healthy next year, who we are most of them are under the under under contract and are under the hundred and twenty five million dollar um, cap then yeah, you probably could win 10, 11 games with a rookie quarterback because Mm. Kyle Shanahan hid Jimmy Garoppolo for two years. What makes you think you can't hide a rookie who's learning and who potentially has more upside? So yeah, I would bring in a rookie quarterback.
0: Now, is that a sense in which like you're just going to go through the draft and just like now, like is that one of those things where, you know, Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the season, but let's just say you're like middle of the pack, right? Like, so you're around, you know, like 15, 16, what have you, if things go poorly. Is that like you're going to spend a first or what you would want to do? Is that a spend a first rounder on a QB or is that kind of just like we'll get one eventually and kind of figure it out? Because I feel like with the pieces you have – quarterback is not your most essential piece on that team whatsoever. Right. And you like can kind of throw anybody back there and they would at least be efficient enough to be like, "Hey, here's the ball." And you could still find success.
1: Yeah, I think I think the the reality with this is they 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 roll they run it back one more year with Jimmy Garoppolo and they take a guy in like round 2. You know, a guy like Mac Jones, uh, Kyle Trask. Um, maybe they go ahead and maybe they do move off Jimmy Garoppolo and they, they inquire about Sam Darnold. Maybe, maybe Aaron Rodgers forced himself out of green Bay. I've heard whispers of that. I'm sorry to tell you,
0: shut your mouth. You <laughs> go so bad. shut your mouth.
1: Um, but I, you know, you, you could, could the Niners go after Matthew Stafford? What about Daniel Jones in New York? Those guys are guys who fit this Kyle Shanahan mold of passer mobile enough but they will stay in the pocket and execute the offense if you know if it, if, it, if it comes down to that um personally i'm i'm all the way in love with zach wilson i really like mac jones i'm a big trey lance guy so i would i would hope the niners um are evaluating those three guys and i would hope that they you know at this point what do you have to lose you know kyle you have a you've you got extended for another six years you're going to be here a while so just yeah. attach yourself to fun. a rookie and. Develop him. You already have guys like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa who are going to be here for a while. Mike McGlinchey's going to be here for a while. Debo and Ayuk are there, so you have a good eight nine pieces to your core. Go yeah. we'll get a quarterback in the in the in the draft, and let's keep this thing rolling. Like, you know, I'm a patient fan. I'm not one of those fans. Oh, we got to win now! Like, I've been a fan all my life. What do I mean, at the end of the day, it's just football
0: we got time you're saying we got i mean time, unless unless it.
1: this election goes really wrong we all die tomorrow you know but whatever all right,
0: then, then we don't got so t- then you're just like listen sell the farm it's fine And I, you know
1: at least i got to see them in 94 95 so i got that one <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's pros there's pros yeah i i think you know you mentioned two names and i you know sam darnold has definitely been making mistakes this year but like good god that's a team around him that's just so abysmal and a system around him that's so abysmal. Yeah. Like, I would love to see how he would function as a 49er. And you bring up a guy like Matt Stafford, who is one of the most underrated cubes. Q- like, I think he is so much Absolutely. better than people give him credit for. Absolutely. And like, he would be a guy, like, he, a guy has a rocket of an arm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have guys that are open, you Matt Stafford's going to make that throw. And, you know, I think that it could be a lot of fun um, that way. If you actually wound up picking up Matt Stafford, like, there'd be a small piece of me that would root for you because like I want to see Matt Stafford do well yeah just not on the Lions just because that organization is just
1: terrible absolutely terrible just give away Darius Slay and you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna ruin Kenny Galladay's career way to go guys
0: yeah you did it good job guys um yeah so looking ahead at tomorrow well when this comes out tonight um Mm -hmm. I'm curious of like you mentioned earlier of like there's like a chance that the, this, the 49ers pulled this one off. Now, we played against Nick Mullins a couple years ago. That was the Monday night game, if I'm not mistaken.
1: You played C.J. Bethard oh, and no, almost Beathard. lost.
0: That was Bethard. <laughs> I, okay. was,
1: I was not expecting that game to be that close. C.J. stinks.
0: We weren't either, and that was a nice wake-up. We won, where, like, it was the last, like, second field goal. Like, we yeah. wound up, yeah, with, like, the very end at Lambeau. Yeah, that's horrifying. Um, I think, you know, heading into this, you know, we obviously are decimated at running back at this point. Um, most likely not going to have Aaron Jones back. We have Devontae, but, you know, Alan Lazard is probably not going to be back either. So, like, we're we're hurting on offense. Hopefully we have a guy like David Bakhtiari back, and then on defense, you know, a guy like Kevin King, what have you, to, to kind of make things a little bit easier to swallow. But I'm curious of, like, what you're looking at and what you think gives the 49ers the best shot to, to beat the Packers tomorrow night.
1: Run, 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 <laughs> run the ball. And how would you um, come up with that
0: game plan? That seems really, really. Uh, there was intense. this
1: game on Sunday. With this guy Dalvin Cook, mm. I, he had he 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 looked like Raheem Mostert kind of, and it was just there was so much. <laughs> um, I, it, the Niners just had... I, to, for them to be for them to be successful in this game. They have to force at least one turnover. They have to have, they have to, you know, control the clock. Time possession is big with the Niners. They have to have it. And they do that by running the ball. And we know the Packers are not very good at stopping the run. But we don't have guys either. We have Jamichael Hasty. We have this kid, Austin Walter, who played at Rice and played in the XFL. Um, But he was on the practice. He was on our um, 90 man roster two years ago. If I'm, yeah, yeah, two years ago. So he's back. Do they get Raheem Mosher back this week? Maybe. You know, if Mostert's back, then I would feel a lot more comfortable about saying run the ball. He um, but I do like I do like this hasty kid. Um, and and can Mullins execute the offense? You know there is there is there's ways to attack this this Packers defense. They don't rush the passer very well this year for some reason. I don't understand what the hell's going on there. Um, Kenny Clark got paid and forgot how to play defensive tackle. I don't know what the deal is there. To
0: be fair, to be fair. He started <laughs> off the see he he has been injured, so he is okay, like coming okay. back. But to be fair,
1: Listen, and on my side, on my side, Eric Armstead got paid, and we don't see him either, so it's okay, yeah. it's all right. <laughs> um, but I, I think I, I really, to me, to, to be honest, I think the Packers are going to win the game. But there's there's ways for the Niners to win this game. I think the run game is the biggest way, and then this this Niners defense hasn't been bad, mm-hmm. even with the injuries. You know, outside of the outside of the Seattle game. And the Miami Dolphins game, the Niners' defense has been pretty damn good. Um, we saw they did it to New England, they did it to the Rams, they did it to the Jets, the Giants. Um, even in that Arizona game, I know we saw the Hopkins get get busy for a lot of yards. They didn't they didn't pass the ball too much other anywhere else because the coverage was so good everywhere else. So mm-hmm. there's options there. Uh, the biggest surprise this year to me is Jason Verrett. He's come out of nowhere and just been absolutely shut down so maybe that you know we get a red versus adams matchup that that favors the niners in some way maybe um but i really think the packers win this game
0: and and your outlook on the rest of the season again it's it's it, it really it, it's crap thank for trevor <laughs> listen you're you're in a, there's a lot of company with you bud <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> company with you like the rest of the season you know is is your outlook kind of like this is is not good and the reason i asked that is because i feel like this is a game that means a lot more for the green bay packers and it's not even outlook for the season it's just if you lose to this team after what we saw on sunday we got some big old problems in wisconsin yeah
1: um yeah i mean the outlook to me the only games that i want to win the rest of the year is this one and the cowboys game
0: fair enough okay the cowboys one i get okay
1: yeah um Partially just because I I I don't like Mike Petton. So I'm like, Kyle, just just you know, put your foot up Mike Pen's ass one more time. Just do it with I nobody need- on your team. <laughs>
0: hey, in that way, you could actually be helping us because you might lead to him being fired. So
1: we're doing each other a favor. This works. Um, I mean,
0: can it, can it just be like, you run all over our asses, but like, we still are able to like get a field goal to win it. Cause like, I want, I want the W, but then Penny gets fired. Like, can we, can we compromise a little bit? It helps we you can, for we Trevor. Can,
1: we can do that too. <laughs> we can do that too. Um, but as far as the rest of the season goes, I mean, we know the season's not going anywhere. You're four and four. You lost pretty much your, you lost your bet. You lost the best player on your offense and Kittle. Yes, you still need a competent quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo's gone for at least a season, six to eight, or at least six weeks, but I think he's done. Um, so now you, you just kind of, you got to hope to be competitive mm. and develop some of these young guys that are on the defensive side and on the offensive side. So I, I would just hope for some progression and some good snaps for these, for these guys going forward. I think we can win seven games, three more. I think, I think Washington, Dallas, and this one are winnable games. Those are the, the three. Um, but I'm not going to be surprised if we lose tomorrow. Or tonight this
0: yeah whenever this is coming out it's fine um final question i have for you the nfc west is arguably the best division in football in which yeah. there there is so much competition the cardinals i am not a believer in their defense you know yet they've improved but it's still you know after watching that mm-hmm. seattle game especially i was like oh they're just both bad like those defenses yeah. aren't great but Kyler Murray seems to be the real deal, you know, especially when he targets DeAndre Hopkins. Like, that seems like where he has, like, that real connection. I'm curious, you know, kind of going forward, how do you look at the NFC West? It seems the Seattle Seahawks are competitive every year that they're going to have Russell Wilson, right? Reg- even in spite mm-hmm. of themselves, sometimes it'll be yeah. because they have Russell Wilson. As a Packers fan, I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> um and then you have like the Rams who honestly I can't read the Rams at all. Like there's games where they look amazing. Then there's games. They look like hot garbage. I
1: think they stink. I think the Rams yeah. stink. I think they stink. I think a lot of it is Jerry golf. He just ha- he can't handle pressure. He has a weird number about a weird, a weird stat with his, with his passer rating. It's like 90, it's like 94 point something with a clean pocket. And then once it gets a little bit muddied, it's like 15, like it's the biggest <laughs> variance in, in the NFL. <laughs> And you see that when you saw him against the, I know they beat the Bears, but you saw he has any pressure in his face, he's gonna throw it away. You saw the Miami game, any pressure in his face, he's gonna fumble it, throw an interception, throw ducks, throw it in the ground. Same thing against the Niners, you know, the Niners didn't even get, Niners didn't even sack him once, or even hit him, and he still threw ducks, and he just doesn't, he doesn't function well under pressure. Um, they go as far as Jared Goff goes, so I don't, I don't think they're, uh, they're, you know, more than an eight and eight team, um, Arizona. I'm still not a believer in the defense, but Kyler, even Kyler, I'm still not there yet on just his passing numbers. Aren't the greatest. It's more so his feet. Um, Can that be sustained? Maybe. Um, And then Russell, it's just Russell. When you have an elite quarterback like that, it doesn't matter. You know, we've seen Russell's Russell's been working with, you know, random guys off the street and now they got him DK Metcalf and and Tyler Lockett. And that's, you know, what can you do now? What's missing in what's missing in Seattle is a good tight end. Like, Oh, a yeah. mid-tier tight end, and then their, their offense would go off, you know, to the next level. Um,
0: you mean Greg Olson is not leading their team to enormous amounts of touchdowns? Color me shocked.
1: No. <laughs> um, I mean, Seattle, I think Seattle owns the division. I think Seattle's going to own division for the next five years. Ooh. That's just, Ooh. you know, they may not win it every year, but they're going to be the team you're going to have to go through to win it. Like, yes, the Niners won it last year, but they had to go to Seattle and win on the last second play like that's just that's just how it is same thing with sure. with Arizona and the Rams they want to win it they got to go to Seattle they got to deal with Russ and that's that they're going to run that division for a while um you know maybe maybe Russ retires or something hopefully and that'd be great.
0: <laughs> you're just like please just leave me alone I
1: feel like with Russell, it's like LeBron James like just retire already like and Tom Brady just go away retire already <laughs>
0: I feel like there's a lot of NFC North fans that feel the exact same way about Aaron Rodgers. So. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah. no, I hear you. Well, listen, you know, I feel like Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay is going to happen sooner than Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. Who knows? Maybe uh, Seattle will go and draft a QB in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. They won't do that. No, No, they won't. Uh, Javier, it, it's been awesome having you on. I, I really appreciate you coming on, chatting some 49ers Packers with me. Uh, Once again, can you please tell the people where they can find all the things that you do?
1: Yeah. uh, Check us out on Twitter at fourth and gold podcast. Um, We do a pod every, we do a pod twice a week, pre, pre and post game. And then um, follow me on Twitter at how underscore. And then I do work for PF pro football network now. So go ahead and check out all the work over there. Pro football network. I do run most of the shows, the ones with Anita Marks, um, Ben all Ben Arun Albright, um, all those guys like that. So I do the production for those things. Um, so go ahead and give them, give them a, a shout or give them a follow. And then of course the mock draft simulator, it's free. You get user trades, simulation trades. It's probably the best one out there. And I'm not saying that because I work there, but you don't got to pay for it. Why would you, why would you pay for something like that? And they are giving it to you for free. But yeah, PFN is doing a great job over there. And of course, Tom is always, I thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely, man. It was a, it was a pleasure talking to you. And, uh, yeah, if we lose uh, this game, it's going to be bad. It's, gonna be, it's, gonna, it's yeah. not going to be good. It's not going to be good. You guys saw me at Tom Grassy Comedy in all the places. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go.